Hey guys, this is Tashi, and you're tuning in to the Positive Vibe Enthusiast. And tonight I have two of my very special, special guest hosts. We have Tracy coming from Illinois tonight. How are you, Tracy? I am great, grand, blessed, oh. all of that, and then some wrapped up in a little bosa. Oh, <laughs> look, I will definitely send it y'all way. Okay, all right. Well, how you doing in H Town? How you doing, Siobhan? Well, I was just about to ask, like, what kind of sauce is that? It didn't come from Harold's, did it? But no, it didn't. Ooh. <laughs> no, honey, it didn't. This is homemade sauce, boo. Okay, okay. let me tell you, it's okay. homemade. It's it's official. Okay, yeah, okay, I'll take official sauce. I'm pass on that other sauce, but I, 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 hey, I, I understand. I get it. I'm not mad, but. You- this real sauce over here. This, the, real, this is, the realness? Okay, I'll take, I'll this take is, the realness. I'll take some of the realness. <laughs> life is good down here. We got, you know, life is good. Um, whether it's peaking highs and lows, but uh, every everything is good. We got a, a long weekend coming up. And even, even though I don't technically get to uh, enjoy said long weekend, but... <laughs> I know it has a lot of other people in better spirits because of that. So things have been good. So what was the temperature today? It was 82, but uh, sprinkling on and off. Oh, I take the sprinkle on and off any day with yeah. 82. That that sounds lovely. It was it was a little chilly here. What's the temp out there? It was in the 40s. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It, I know it don't sound too pleasing. That's it was in the forties, but you know what? It was. It was like sixty-eight degrees yesterday. But you know, this that this that time of year, this that tricky, tricky weather. Yeah, it's tricky down here for us too because it's been. It'll go high to like today was eighty-two. Tomorrow is supposed to be in the sixties. It's supposed to get into the seventies again. Dip down to the fifties, then we'll hit eighty again by next Monday. So. Ours has been uh, really up and down, which I don't remember last March being like this. I thought we were already at a consistent 80 by then. Well, you know, March last year, it was kind of crazy because that was the kickoff of the pandemic. So a lot of people was indoors. So you might have been indoors a lot and really didn't realize. You're right. I, mean, I don't know. I don't I know when y'all really shut down. Something. You're right. But yeah, this was this was around the kickoff of of the pandemic. So I don't really remember being outside much around this time last year. I was not. You you were. <laughs> I, I, in retrospect, I'm like you're right. I was probably losing my mind. The walls were closing in on me, and I was rocking in a corner crying somewhere. So you're right. You're right. Like, like no. the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like the rest of us. Right? Is it day? Is it night? I don't know. Like I've been in these sweats for days. Like I don't even know what's going on. Like actually, I'll take that back. Like I wasn't wearing the same sweats for days because showering was the only thing that like really brought me happiness day to day. Because I spend so much time in the shower. That was the only thing that like really kept me like going. Probably was getting up and bathing every day. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It was. I, it, I was walking. It was rough. Yeah, I was walking during that time period. That's what kept me mentally 
stable. That's good. Yeah. That's real good. Yeah, I kicked myself about that. I felt like I didn't go outside enough during the pandemic, which was probably also why I felt like the walls were closing in on me. I didn't get out and walk enough. I was working out in my apartment and stuff, and I was looking out at my pool, which was locked up, so I couldn't go down there and seriously considering making a rope ladder to climb down every day and being like, F it, like, I'm coming down here. But, yeah, I should have gotten out and uh, walked more, but that's why I have my 2.0 plan now. Hey, and hey, hey. I got rollerblades coming. I got a hula hoop. I got, well, I need a new jump rope because I destroyed the jump rope during the start of pandemic. But, uh, and then I got a second one and that one didn't work out either. But I'm just getting the whole plan ready to be outside and at least play by myself if I have to. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know. I definitely no. would. I definitely would. Especially when it gets, the weather get a little better. Okay, so since that actually, this is a one year anniversary since the beginning of the the pandemic, pandemic you know. Pandemic, and I can kind of understand. They, yeah. They've been calling this the, the invisible China virus. Right. You know? Problematic. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I guess my question is how how are you like coping this year? Like what what is the 180 for you? Or is it or do you feel the same as you did? I know my level of fear is definitely subsided because we thought it was, you know, airborne and we were scared to breathe, basically. And um, that has subsided for me. But how is, like, everyone else getting through this? Um, I'd say I'm getting through it pretty well. Um, it was kind of hard at first considering, um, you know, people that I live with and, you know, taking their health into consideration. You know, it's one thing if you're okay with going out and if you want to be exposed to it, you be exposed to it, but you have to take into consideration other people that you live with if Mm -hmm. they don't want to, you know, be exposed to it. So, you know, it kind of puts a damper on some of the things that you want to do, but I I have to say moving forward, I feel like as long as I'm doing what I need to do on my end, um, then that, that, then I'm okay. If I, I, I can't make another person do, something that they don't want to do but I'm going to do what I have to do to protect myself so I feel like if I'm taking them extra steps precautions to make sure that my well-being as well as the people that I live with well-being are okay then I'm all right so I mean I guess as time goes you know by it's like you kind of just you you just adapt to it a little like more and more every day like okay well as long as I keep doing what I'm doing nothing has happened thus far if I keep practicing the same things I've been doing, then I should be fine. So, I mean, understood. I just feel like it's, it, it was a struggle in the beginning because we didn't know. And it was just so many people just dying every day. But it's almost like now it's like, okay, as long as we do what we're supposed to do, everything should be fine. Yeah. How about you, Siobhan? Um, it's it's definitely much better now because I'm I'm revisiting the world again. Uh, the, I mean, we you, we discussed before that I'm very social and I didn't I didn't have any interaction with anybody outside of phone calls and you know we would do zooms and stuff here and there, but 
it was it was excruciating. I'm I'm not gonna lie, like it was tough. And like for a lot of people who are like, oh well, I just had my wine and I was just drinking and I just did this. I'm like, I don't drink by myself either. So it was like, yeah, I could. There there was no escape. <laughs> yeah, it was tough for a lot of people. Yeah. So it and I know a lot of people who were like complaining because they were on the other side of the corner. Like they had a house full of people or they had a partner that, that was driving them crazy. I was here by myself and not going to lie. I definitely had that moment of like, I remember like at my lowest, like feeling really, really scared about dying alone and nobody knowing that I was even missing because I was like, you know, when I, I thought about it in the grand scheme of things, like, all my jobs, like I really tend to take on work where I operate very independently and I'm very autonomous. Like I might check in once or twice a week or something, but outside of that, unless I have an appointment with you, nobody knows where I am. Nobody knows where to expect that I should be. You might have a general area of where you think I'm going to be, but nobody knows. So that mm. was something I was just like, what if, what if I just like killed over here and nobody thought to look for me? It'd just be like, well, you know, not like she could come outside or, you know, we weren't expecting her to come to brunch on Sunday. Like, there was nothing. So I was really freaking out about that, you know, just being by myself and the what ifs there. But I I am since much better. And I, I will say that during the pandemic is where I found my new therapist down here. So nice. I've been with that one um, since my move from Chicago into Houston. But... I knew when I started like really freaking out about that, like I found myself a new therapist and thank God for therapists being here. Um, and she's wonderful. So she was a, a huge part of me, you know, climbing out of that dark, deep hole that I was in. But also just as things started to open up and me discovering meetup and stuff and like the first few outings that people were having, that we were allowed to meet in person. Oh, that was just godsend. I I could not have been more thrilled. But um, to one of the things that I was missing a lot during that time was just physical touch. Like I miss being able to physically hug my friends, to be able to go and hug my mom, you know, to yeah. really just connect, to hold hands with somebody, you know. And there, there was none of that. So now... Here it is uh, a year later, which it sounds wild to even say, because I remember like laughing about it, thinking like, man, y'all are making the biggest fuss over another flu and making it this big thing that it's not. And then here it is a year later. Um, but it's it's tremendously better. We're, you know, back out in the field. Unfortunately, a lot of people act like, OK, it's officially over. Like we're out of the gate. Which, no, we know. That, that was part of the problem, too. I felt like, you know. <laughs> People couldn't just sit still because we could have been out of it. Other countries were out of it a long time ago. We had mm -hmm. kept on it because everybody just acted like, you know, they were too good to follow the rules or whatever. <laughs> um, but, you know, now that we're, we're in a place where at least we can go to the parks again and not worry. And Tasha, you're exactly right. I, I tried to stop watching the news because I swear every time I even turned the TV on for a second, that was all that was on every channel. And everybody had a different theory about it. I, mean, I remember seeing mm -hmm. something one time that said, um, new discovery, COVID may be in your toilet flushes. And I was like, 
I felt like it was like the Walking Dead. We're all infected. We all already had it. Like there was no way around it. Like, everybody was gonna get this. Like you already carried it. But all you guys got the clap. Everybody had it. Like, it was like Oprah was passing that shit out. You get COVID. You get COVID. You get COVID. Everybody had it. And, and, and it was just like, you know, how do you not make people incredibly paranoid? So, like, the idea of, you know, I was scared to go to the grocery store for a minute of like, oh my God, I can't be out here. I'm, I'm going to die. Like, they treated it like it was a flesh eating bacteria or something. And, you know, I remember. I don't know uh, how other people were handling the grocery stores around the country, but I remember going to HEB for the first time when we, when this like was really like hitting Texas and they had us waiting in lines around the building because they could only go in at like 10 at a time and all the workers were spraying and cleaning everything right after you touched it. You got a box. They were spraying the box of cereal before the next person came down that aisle. Like, they were just on it. And I remember thinking like when stuff had barely even started to get better, it was, that maybe went on for a month. And then the next time I went to the grocery store to restock, they were clearly just like, man, fuck that. Y'all are fine. <laughs> that went out the window so fast. It was just like, here's some wipes for your cart. You know, go, go shopping at your own leisure. Bye. That was yeah, because they started telling them to to wipe your groceries and stuff down when when you get home. Yeah, it it it, it changes. Yeah, it changed the experience in the stores though too, and it it was just complete three sixty. And I remember like even the people who were shopping because before they, nobody wanted like people were waiting. Like if I was looking for avocados, people would wait and be six feet away, like obviously waiting to for their turn to try and get an avocado for themselves. And then, you know, the work will come spray and then here comes the next person. I remember being in the grocery store like that next month. And it was like people literally just like reaching over me like, can I get that cheese? Thank you. Like, okay, I guess y'all are over this shit too. But yeah, it it, it went 360 on on that real quick. I was like, yeah, I think that everybody just kind of, I don't even think it was a matter of, oh, well, you know, we're, we're not as concerned about the precautions. I think people just got just exhausted by the work that we're going into. <laughs> I think it was just a, you know what, I'm gonna die one day. We're living things die. Science 101, fuck it. If it happens, it happens. Like right. Get your first get out yeah. my face. <laughs> like, so it's so, uh, it's funny you say that because I feel like our lives are predestined. Like it it, our, it has already been written. We're just living it. Yeah, you always say that and that's that's interesting. Um so if it's that, our time, then that's our time. It's like if we have no control over it. Whenever the man above is ready for us to come home, as they say, then that's our time. We don't know, you know. We just we just live in it. I mean, it's she's right though. I she I, I agree with the the time essence of the statement that we don't know when our time is up. But I, I, I don't agree with um we just live it like you don't have choices and how you can like you can't dictate your future. I do believe that. I mean, yeah, you can dictate your future, but I don't think that you can dictate w- when you're gonna leave. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree with that part of the statement. 
but I don't think like we're just living life and everything's predestined. No. Well, I, I mean, to an extent, I, you remember those uh, name your adventure books that we had when we were kids? Crickets. No, okay. no, no. <laughs> so it, for, since nobody knows, uh, a name your adventure book was like, you would have this story and you would, it would be in first person. And as you're going through, that'd be like, and then Tashi came to this path while seeking for the treasure. But wait, she saw another door. Should Tashi take the door okay. or this? And it'd be like, whichever path you decided to take, you flip the pages to, it'll tell you to go, like, go to page 14 for this outcome if you took the door. Go to page 26 if you yeah, took this outcome. Yeah, I get it. So I, I think that life is like that to a, to a degree because, yeah, we, we all have an element of choice that is present there, but there's consequences for every choice that you make. And the thing is, I, I think about that in regards to which you said you wanted to talk about, but manifestation, when you talk about that, one of the, the key elements when they talk about manifestation is that if you could imagine, if you could see yourself there, then it already exists. It's something that's already happened. The universe is really just working with you, looking for you to continue to make the choices that help you get there. So there needs to be action on your point. It's not just a, oh man, I hope I get a Mercedes and I hope I live this life and I hope I marry this kind of man. Like, no, there still has to be action on your part. That action being you have to make choices to take action to do select things in order to get it. But if you had it in your head that you wanted it, then it has already happened. Yeah, and also um, that's true. But you also, before you have action, you need to have the belief too. So... The statement, like when you say, like, I hope I have a million dollars. Well, that statement is already negative because hope is um, affirming the lack Mm -hmm. of. So, like, the better statement is, like, I am so happy and grateful now that I have one million dollars in my possession. I am a millionaire is is more like even that, whatever, you know. But I always like to, for me... I always like to add happy and grateful because those are emotions. You have to feel it. Like you have to be super excited. Like how would you feel, you know, knowing that you had a million dollars or a billion dollars or whatever the dollar amount is in your account? How would that make you feel? And and, and live every day and start your day every day from that point. And that's the way I practice. And it has been beneficial to me. And I can say that when I'm not, taking time to do these exercises and and keep my my mind in check, I can instantly tell from my health, from like the incidents that happens around me, uh, my mood, all of that, like everything's affected. So it is so easy to be negative, I feel like, but it can be a little challenging to be positive. But I mean, you guys are familiar with manifesting. What are some things, if you would like to share, you don't necessarily share in detail, but have you used any manifesting um, tools or practices and have you had any success with it? Is my question. Oh, I'll, I'll let you go. I can, de- I can definitely say yes. <laughs> um, I have manifested some things and prayed for things to happen and, you know, come in my path over the last two, two years. And um, for the most part, a majority of the things that were on my list have happened. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Um, I mean, I I have manifested and meditated and, you know, just spoke words of, 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 of power and, 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 you know, success and, and belief and just, I mean, it's just crazy how things have just been falling into place that I have asked for and just gotten. It's just, I, I can't even just describe it. I mean, I, I, I want to speak on it more, but I really don't because I, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to you have to keep throw off what I got going on. Yeah, no, I understand. I do understand that. So, you know, but when I say it happens, it happens. So Tashi always tells me to write things down and I've noticed lately when I write things down it's like I see it mm-hmm. and and it's happening so I have to say it's very much real I will agree with writing so I do affirmations in the form of writing as well as speaking Yep. the, the ones that I write are I, I feel like it's always very important with writing things because that makes it definitive, right? It's one thing to think about it or to say, you know, I'm going to have this. Okay. Well, now I feel like when I write it, it becomes that much more real because now it's another action and it's in my face. Like it could be one thing of like, oh, well, I said that a couple weeks ago. I feel differently. But to come back to it and read it again is like, uh-uh, remember this? So it, it kind of keeps it in front of my face. But I also feel like when it comes to manifesting, don't be afraid to be specific about Mm -hmm. what it is that you want. Because I'll talk to people, and a lot of times people say, well, you don't know how things are going to go. And I'm like, that's not true. I mean, yeah, there are obstacles. There's all kinds of other et cetera's that could come into the picture and change the equation a little bit. But if you know what you want, then you're going to get exactly what you ask for. And I'll I'll put this in terms of relationships. Well, just just as an example, when people say, oh, well, I want someone, but I'm just going to see how it goes. What Mm -hmm. does that mean? And the, Mm -hmm. the thing about it is that you end up with these people who are just like serial daters who just kind of fly through a bunch of people who... They don't care. They don't know where they're going. They don't know where they're coming from. Nothing. And you keep asking, okay, well, why is this the, the relationship that I'm getting? Or why don't I have a relationship for that matter? It's because you didn't define anything specifically. And the thing is, like, people think that by not being specific, you're casting a wider net. And that means you can get more. Well, you end up nope. more bullshit. If you don't define what it is that you want, then mm-hmm. you'll, you'll take anything. If you don't know where you're going, then anywhere will do. You don't want to just be anywhere. I didn't just want to be anywhere. When I said I wanted to come to Houston, I made a plan specifically to come to Houston. I said, you know what? I want to be married. I want a house. I know the the home, the value of houses is a lot less and uh, you get more bang for your buck in the housing market down here. And I heard people get married down here. It's still a relatively conservative state. People get married down here. I'm coming to Texas. And here I am several years later. Like I said that several years ago and now here I am, but I didn't just say, all right, yeah, you know, I want to go someplace where, you know, I guess I'll settle down. 
that could have been anywhere. And then I'd still be playing that gamble. I'd still be in, in the, the shoot of whatever, you know? So I, I use that as an example because, yeah, I'm already here. But I have other things that I've already charted out that I already see things happening for it. And the thing is, is like when you write your, your, your manifestations or you, you, you put your goals in play and, and you have them written down, it, it becomes a framework of that's an outline to a plan. So whatever it is that you're manifesting, like that's, that's just the outline. If you say, okay, I want these things specifically, then the next thing that comes to you is, okay, how are you going to do it? How are you going to get it? It puts your brain yeah, in action. It puts true. you on a path of action too. So I really truly believe that writing it and, and saying to yourself, because it's important to, to, to stay in tune with your, your, your star player, which is you, you know? Yep. So I, I do affirmations for myself also. And, I do affirmations for everything from just my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health, my financial health, um, the people around me to attract more uh, good people and positive energy and positive thinkers around myself. And I I will share this one with you. Um, And I say one of the things I say is that I'm filled with positive energy and positive thoughts. I use that to gravitate and attract more positivity and positive people into my life. That's a good one. That definitely is. And I, I, I like that one a lot because I'm like, well, if you get, you get what you give. The people Mm -hmm. around you are a reflection of you. That, that, Mm -hmm. that statement, birds of a feather flock together. It's true. Mm-hmm. Around a bunch of broke it people, is. you is. got five broke friends. You go be the sixth. <laughs> and you know what? And when we say broke, like it's not even necessarily money. Like I used to really get confused that broke equated money because I have been around people that have tons of money, but spiritually they are broken and emotionally they mm-hmm. are broke. broken. Yes broke and broke. <laughs> so ain't no like, other way to sum it up. Yeah, like anyway, so like yeah, you do it is birds of the, a feather mm-hmm. flock together for sure. And um definitely you want to be around like minded people, but also you want to be around people that can give you some interesting point of views, can open you up, you know, expand your your horizon, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak too. Um there's a I'm, I'm really big into Neville Goddard. Um, that's an author if somebody wants to look him up. Um, well, he shares an affirmation that, because he believes kind of the same, well, he believed the same way I believe, where I believe that God is within. Like, there is nothing outside of us. Like, you're God, I'm God, we're all God. And anywho, so he his, his writings are from that perspective. And on the subject of manifestation, he talks about this because in one of his speeches, he talks about if anybody is asking you for a donation in exchange for a blessing or a prayer, or they're going to change your life anyway, he's like, that man's a crook or she's a crook, turn, turn away. Like, how can you charge something that's with this, everybody's right, you know, to manifest whatever you want to manifest, live the way you want to live. So he talks about, he shares many different stories on how he's been able to manifest things and whatnot. And one affirmation he gives is, 
I did it. I'm doing it. And I will continue to do it until that which I have done is perfectly externalized within my world. So it goes back to what we were saying earlier, where you write it down, it's already happened. Right. And that's where he says, like, I did it. So you got in your head and you're like, I'm doing it. So like, as you wake up every day, you, you wake up from that space, you know, even though you're still driving your Toyota Corolla, but you want to be riding that, 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 that G5 wagon every day. Like you look at that picture of that G5 wagon, you hop in your car, you think you're driving that G5 wagon. And eventually that car is going to turn to that G5 wagon one way or the other is universal law, Mm. (laughs) you know? So I just kind of think like now I just wish that we would teach this to children because I'm sorry if I really truly understood this or was taught this or even given the opportunity to even test this theory because science is also on the brink of basically proof positive that these theories are correct like it's going hand in hand but anywho I think if we had this like in the curriculum for kids it'll be very beneficial I think it will stop the violence the 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 depths everything because people can really just mind their own business <laughs> and, and be creators, you know? What do you guys think? I, I think that, well, I agree with uh, what you said about the God being within. And I, I agree with yeah. that because uh, there's a, a couple writers who know, even in the Bible that uh, when God announces himself and said, you know, how should you be called or, you know, what should I call you? And he says, I am. And it's like, they affirm the power of I am in saying that. So when you say I am, you are essentially invoking that same spirit. Like the God is within you. The universe is operating within you. So I'm, I'm 100% on board with that. As far as, you know, teaching that in kids, I think that it is, I would say I would replace the the Pledge of Allegiance with, you know, morning affirmations for kids. <laughs> I would, that's, oh, that's I would be down for yes. that when people talk about, oh, we need prayer in the schools. Like, we don't need prayer in the schools because everybody, if you want to have prayer for God or what is the God that you follow, that's what you're saying. So everybody's not following that God. So mm-hmm. rather than say, you know, hey, we need to have prayer in schools because you're only talking about whoever you pray to. You're not acknowledging any of these other children or what their families believe or what they've been taught. So if it's not going to be every religion being prayed in the classroom, then let's admit that idea. Let's admit the the idea of doing the Pledge of Allegiance. Let's start with affirmations. I am smart. I am successful. I am powerful beyond all measure. I have a great imagination. I am learning and, and I'm excited to learn and I can't wait the day, you know, yes. things that power kids through school. I am good at math. I know multiplication, you know, the things that sometimes they struggle with or, you know, I am beautiful. I am unique. I am this, you know, I, I am, you know, confident in myself. These are the kinds of things that I would much rather you invest in, in, in putting into kids or, out, you know, making that a part of their day than, you know, things that aren't, aren't nearly quite so useful because that, that is a really important thing, especially in younger kids. The formative years is a key piece of where you would want to be teaching something like this. Absolutely, because um, when I was in um, college for two and a half minutes... Um, two and a half minutes yeah, of my life. Oh, it was long. It was long. And I learned a lot, too. Learned a lot in that two and a half minutes. 
I learned during that time that, yeah, from zero to five, basically the, our personalities were pretty, we're pretty much the same person we were when we were five. Same, same assholes. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, this is oh, I was a but big no, asshole. But no, like, but seriously, same personalities. I wasn't. I mean, I, I wasn't. I felt like I was more of a jerk afterwards. But anyways, go on. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm just so saying. So like, I got a question. Fundamentally. Though. That was a really good yes. idea. How? How could we actually get that across to some people? Who would we have to go to? Where would we have to go to? Maybe we can have it started in a few preschools. Like maybe we can hit up some preschools and ask them would they be willing to take the, we can call it the, the, the toddler empowerment pledge, you know? I don't know. Or children power. I don't know. We can when do they, te- when do they teach line the and then First of all, was that like first grade? Like, well, I, yeah, you were it was in kindergarten. kindergarten. They start Oh. We were indoctrinated. Well, yeah. whenever they started, well, I think that preschool would be a good place to start because in preschool you're teaching them how to do their they, their colors and their letters and some of their numbers. So why not um, teach them a few slogans? I am smart. I am. I am successful. I can do all things that I put my mind to. You know, I think like it that. should be a movement. Like make it a, a hashtag. Affirmations in the cl- affirmations in the classroom, and. Or or just change. Let's do pl- it. Pledge of pledge of affirmations. Or pledge whatever. Pledge of, whatever. Pledge of something. Ooh, I like that. Something <laughs> other than a like the pledge of power. Pledge of- <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna get it together. Like we're gonna do it, and you know what? We should make some cute little co- toddler T-shirts and and um have these kids wear them. All right now. You know, Look, I'm always trying to come think of on. something cute to it's wear. It's another business. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. It's another business. You, did okay. heard, you heard it here first. Okay. I'm the positive vibe enthusiast. Pending, pending, pending. Well, <laughs> um, Trademark coming soon. <laughs> okay, this is like totally off subject. I just want to get you guys', um, I guess, reactions to this. How do you feel about Michael Strahan closing oh, his gap? Oh, I saw that. Oh, <laughs> It looked weird because I'm so used to the gap. I don't know. I just feel like I get it. I understand <laughs> if that's something that you, you know, want to change, you know, because you're so used to having a gap. But I feel like when you do that, that just changes you as a whole. Like your whole everything changes. You become a, I feel like mm. it can, I don't know per se, but I feel like it would make someone a different person. I just hope it doesn't change him I was sad. in any way is he married he's been he, married been he's engaged, oh, he engaged somebody now. but mm. I I was I was really sad about it because so Tashi knows this I don't know that you know this Tracy but I love gaps I think they are adorable and endearing and I think they're just so cute and Michael Strahan is I always call, I call him my gap tooth boyfriend He's, I, I loved him. I loved his gap. And I didn't know about this until my friend Evie texted me about it this morning. And she sent me the picture. And I was like, oh, no. And what's worse is he doesn't look good. Those teeth look terrible. Nope. He looks yep. like those teeth look like Jim Carrey's in the mask. Like, he 
look super <laughs> fake. <laughs> they look they look fake. They don't even look natural. Like at all. Oh they, my look, God. they look they look fake. Oh. They are the worst. And he I, he, he should have kept a little gap, just a little one. I to to at least make it look more realistic. I was a bit disappointed as well because, you know, like I'm team like not going to close my gap. I can understand maybe because your teeth do shift um, as years go by. So I can totally maybe see and like maybe want to close your gap a little bit um, smaller, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. I get that. But the whole like yeah, the the, the, the new choppers. It's just it's uh, just it's just a straight it's, it's just a straight grill. It's a grill. It's a it's a it's a porcelain grill. Yeah, it that that's exactly yeah. what it looks like. I I was so sad when I saw it, and I was like, it looks cartoonish. It looks it does. It doesn't look natural. There's nothing about it. But I feel like there's so much character in a gap too there's there's just something about it that is so unique especially because like y'all know i love teeth i love good teeth and he had a good set of teeth he just had Mm -hmm. and that was what made it even better it's like he had a beautiful smile with a gap and he like it was just so cute and it you know you already have like this big handsome man but then like to have a gap was just like something that made him like it, it just added charm to his overall features, but I'm I'm disappointed in it too because he's how old now in his forties? <laughs> you you wait till now to want to do this? Right. You <laughs> so say you been you been had a bag? Yeah, right. you been had a bag? Yeah. I don't know how long it's over. <laughs> yeah, this is this not- man has dated some of the most beautiful women in the world, and you you've had a TV yes. career like yes. he was he, he replaced Regis yes. Philbin. And left to go to Good yes. Morning America. Yes. How could you mess with your gap? Yes. Clearly, people love it. Like, mm-hmm. I hope yes. he and and that's I hope he I doesn't lose too. any I'm like, like followers, fans because of that. I'm sure he. I'm, it's it's some hardcore. I was reading some comments, and it's some hardcore people. Like I'm disappointed, but it's it's your life. You live half a, like he's like in his fifties, so. Let's presume he lived to 100. You lived half your life with this gap and it's gotten you this far. So maybe now you're trying to see how the second half of your life with perfect teeth. Um, and I, I'm, I'm use that <laughs> I can see you, Eric Um, You know, like, how would the it's second half of your life be? Okay. Okay. I can understand <laughs> Oh, yes. you said yes. <laughs> No. <laughs> you know, it's crazy though. I get it. I, I yeah. can understand in some situations people who may have a gap and like really, really bad teeth, like they are, you know, turned and all of that, and they just crooked in their mouth with a gap and all that. I get that. I get that. Cause that might be painful, especially when it comes to eating. But he had straight teeth yes. with a gap. They were beautiful. He Straight had, teeth he had with a gap. Just teeth, like and and the thing is too, like you can get straightenings if it, if it was a matter of like okay yeah my teeth are starting to shift you can get straightenings and still maintain a gap. Yeah, I I I know because I looked into it. I, I just don't want to close my gap. And I was like, I can understand because I'm starting to see things move because you're mm-hmm. getting older. Like mm-hmm. things are shifting around. 
And I had looked into it and yeah, it's just, but I don't want to close my gap. And the, the dentist is like, he said, actually, I wish more people did that. He's like, because um, it just tends to, what do you say? Like have to have more time with the retainers. Cause he was saying that if you don't like your, your teeth can move back to where they were mm-hmm. like all type of stuff I was learning. Um, but I just kind of feel like, um, I get it. I mean, if you want to close it all the way up, I am team keep your gap because I just kind of feel like it, it is your signature look at the end of the day. And I just kind of feel like, can, can we all, we getting too fake. Like we got Ooh. my girl tiny out here, you know, they, being compared to Smokey Robinson cause she didn't dye her, her color of her eyes. Like it's just, getting you know, crazy. her daughter did it. And right. Then, Oh, but wait, uh, she, she had to, she had to, some, it, it started messing with her eyes. So I, I would she has one regular eye and then one, I think one color eye. I don't know if she reversed them both or whatever she had done, but it started messing with her eyes, her daughter. I mean, did color contacts just get extra, That's extra cute. played out? I mean, I, not that I've, I've ever been a color contact fan personally, but was that just not an option anymore? Hey, wait. Hey, this is what's—it's getting crazy, and and the fake, the fake. Okay. Case, they don't match well, the thighs now. You like, know what? That's getting ridiculous. And, and what's up with, with with um women of color? And I'm a woman of color who don't have full lips. Like that's not my storyline. But I don't want to go out and get these lip plumpers, and now I'm looking like you know, one of the Kardashians now. Like. It's getting ridiculous how everybody's looking so plastic. Well, I don't like. What I don't understand happened? the lip thing because you know you if, if if you know how to do makeup, you can make your lips look fuller. That part, I also and and that are really effective out red there that are just like glosses that warm your lips up a little bit for, and they plump them up a little bit for you. Yes, yeah. uh-huh, I've heard about those. Yeah, you mm. don't have to go and get injections or dangerous procedures or anything for any of this but all this talk is just making me think because i was watching um what was it uh it was some show from the 80s like uh was it growing pains or something like that and i was oh no no no, no. actually it wasn't uh from the 80s it was um family matters just a throwback episode of family matters and i was like remember when people were just like regular good looking on tv like (laughs) You know, like there was yeah, no yes. like, porcelain veneers of teeth and everybody wasn't airbrushed on makeup and stuff. It was, you were just regular yes. good looking people and you got to be on TV if you were like a certain grade. If you had nice teeth, you know, if you got work with air, air quotes work done, maybe somebody got a nose done or something. That was a rare thing. You probably had braces or something like that. You hit for a year and got braces. But it was still, you still look normal. You look like human people. Now, like, everybody's on the brink of looking like cats. Yeah. Like, or fish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would really like to see it go back to, like, late 80s, early 90s, good-looking TV quality people. You won't. And you know what? To be honest with you, I'm kind of scared with a lot of the stuff that they have. I know they have been changing things over the years as to how they actually do these procedures. But I just be scared, especially for them chicks that have had this stuff done years ago. Like now, that mm-hmm. shit is starting to catch up to them. Mm-hmm. Like they was they was going and getting these little box yep. jobs. Like I watched a video not too long ago. This lady, I guess she went to 
somebody ain't got some botch work done or whatever. And I think she's supposed to be like really famous now too, but she just had a, 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 a butt reduction. Mm. And, and, and she like, I feel like my butt is too little. I'm looking like, girl, your butt's still big. Like, are you serious? Yeah, but this stuff is making you are not doing that. Like there, it's a counter movement against it. But like I said, to each their own. But this is, I just kind of feel like, how do how do you raise, especially women, how do you raise daughters, especially, to be self confident in themselves and and love them themselves the way they are when nothing about you is original. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so what? So what? My 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 main thing is like, what are we teaching well, these young the girls? Boys, like, what the what expectation of, is in terms of what have? women are supposed to look like? Because airbrushed and filtered is not a natural woman. That's not what you're going to get in the everyday. So, yes, it's just right. it's a character so you it's, end up it's all, It becomes a lesson for both. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. That's I just think more so about the, the the little girls because I think yeah you should you you should be able to change whatever you want modify whatever you want in your body but you you got to be doing it for you and not for everyone else. I don't think that people are waking up um, and saying oh I want a big butt. I think what's happening now is I have been brainwashed to think I, this ass is the way it needs to look because it's, it's literally everywhere. That's how I want to look. I need to do that. I feel like Unless it's like being all your life you girls. live with no butt. And you just really, 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 really want a butt? Yeah, I feel you. Because <laughs> uh, like Michael yeah. Strahan from the phone. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> you with no butt, and then you decide yeah. you just gotta have it. I wish, I wish I would know why he did it, though. Yeah, well, that's okay, though. Yeah, well, they don't, you know. Don't uh, unfortunately, some people don't have any. <clears throat> but uh, I'm gonna tell you this much. I might not buy none, but I'm going to work on getting some. Oh, yeah. Have you been... Does anybody follow Lala Milan on um, Instagram? No, she has no. a fit girl Instagram. Well, she's the real thin, funny funny girl. And she has been working on her behind, doing butt exercises for, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe three or four months. And it's a huge difference. Don't. Like, she got a whole thing back there now. I'm like, okay, I need to stop playing and, yeah. and getting can, these, these squats there's in. There's options. Because, you can build. Um, every, that's the other thing. I will say this. We, people don't want to work for nothing. They just want to They lazy. They lazy. They are, are, they are lazy. That's what it is. That's what it boils down to at the end of the day. They don't want to work hard to get what they want. Yeah, You can have... But I'm going to give you this money. Booty now. You can have a cinched waist. You can do all that. Like, there's a uh, actually didn't I uh, send you something a link to that about the um they have it it's called the invisible waist floating butt program and it's, Wait, who? it's called the invisible waist floating butt workout program. Okay, can you send that to me? I will. I will. Cause I'm like I follow these girls and that's all they do is workouts they and workouts and meal plans that are specific to minimizing your waist so cinching your waist and making your butt high and round that's all they do so like it's a thing you can have it like i follow several um uh what do you call them trainers on instagram who they do the same thing they're just in there 
protein and they, they got the meal plans. They'll work with you for the meal plans. They'll, they'll show you the workouts. They'll do the workouts live with you personally, one-on-one over the internet. Like the stuff is there. The people are doing it. They natural built bodies. They might have fake boobs though. Cause which I understand, which a lot of girls, when you start doing upper body work, you can't keep them. It's very hard, but for everything else from the waist down, they're legit. So the, the idea that you, you have to pay for all this extra work, uh, you don't. Just, you're, you're fine just the way you are. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and that's, yeah, I, I'm just going to try my, my best. I don't know. Like, I'm just talking from today. Tomorrow, I might be like, <laughs> like Michael Strayman. I don't know. But say, <laughs> y'all, I did it. I did it. <laughs> Nobody's gonna know. Yeah, yeah like, like, was it, girl, don't would do you it. want us to comment or not say anything? Like if you do show up looking like Michael Strahan, would you want us to say anything or act like we don't notice? Look, nobody's gonna know. Nobody's you gotta gonna know. Nobody's gonna, <laughs> gonna know. Like I want. If I look, if I do the Michael Strahan, I expect plenty of memes, gifts. Uh, <laughs> I want to be in. I'm gonna Tracy separately like, outside of the group chat. Be like, Tracy, did you know she was gonna do this? Hell no. <laughs> Had no clue. Y'all got my husband in on, on there too. Like, look, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Like, I told her I liked her gap. I don't know why she thought this is the thing to do, but look, I told her too. <laughs> Oh, oh man, that's funny though. <laughs> I gotta brought People start asking, like, did y'all tell her to do it? You gotta be like, like, gee, that's a grown woman. She gonna do what she wants. Okay. Like, at the end of the day, I have no control. Look, she Michael didn't even tell me she to do it. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna act like I don't know what's your teeth. I'm like, Tashi, there's something different about you. You trying a new lipstick or? You got you got new foundation or like you contour your face differently? Something? What is it? What'd you do? Yeah, they slapped a whole grill on him. They did that in one day too. I guarantee you that was done in one day. <laughs> no, no, it took longer than an hour to do that. I can tell you that, but. It definitely, it definitely oh, okay. was longer. Three hours. Uh, it, it was, it was longer than an hour, but it was done in a day. You know what? You just made me think of y'all ever oh, see. God. There's something about Mary. Yes. Remember when she was like, yes. "I love a guy with just like big teeth," and dude went and got those caps. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Michael Strahan got that. Like. The- <laughs> Them, there's something about Mary special. Give me the biggest teeth you can get. I wanted to the new fiance demand like demand the new teeth. Like maybe she was like, I don't want you like the, like you with those. Oh my bitches. god! You need a new grill. I babe. hope she didn't. That was, like she probably gonna walk walking. after this. Like Lord, what did you do to your teeth? Could you man? The only thing I could think of is you just want to switch it up. Like you live half a Well, I wonder did she like them because I guarantee you they did not have an idea of what they were going to look like, especially if it was done in one day. You know, everybody's makeup is different. So their, their, their um, arts may be different. So what looks one way on one person 
might look a totally different way on another person, especially if they're using like the same product on everybody. Okay. So I'm wondering mm. if when she saw it, she didn't like it. I don't know. This, uh, I, don't... I thought they look okay. It just for me, it's yeah. just a little too white. I don't know what's up with this this HD white teeth. Everybody getting like it should be a little hint of of uh, like a <laughs> can we get eggshell white or like is this a, is this a, is this an option? You want some acru teeth? Like, what <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think it's an option. No, it probably is. No, it, it probably is an option. Oh. Can I um, they probably a, just oh, want to okay. go with the whitest. Mm-hmm. But what throws me off is when they get the tops white and then their bottoms are dark oh and they smile and you can see the difference. Oh, because, and yeah. I feel like if you're going to do that, you might as well, if you can't match them top ones to the bottom ones, then you might as well get your bottom ones done too because you just look crazy. And then when you get them both done, you look even more crazier. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just... I, I would just want to take, look... I'll just be like a super annoying biting <laughs> no you got to be careful biting in the stuff when you get your teeth done though I can say that much yes you really? be real careful biting in the stuff wait wait a minute so I can't I can't Girl. be out here eating red Washington apples Girl. I got I to cut it with a knife probably baby. yeah mm-hmm. for the most part Oh hell! No. I mean, you can bite down in the stuff. I guess, but, but you know what? I guess gotta, look, look at fly. Yeah, look you gotta, at fly. You just gotta be cost. cautious. You gotta think. Your tooth is your natural tooth is in a bone. You know what I'm saying? So you bite down into something. It, it might. It, it's not really gonna affect it. But when you start shaving away the teeth and reducing the tooth structure, and then you put something on top of it with a, so it's supposed to be like cement or glue or whatever you want to refer to it as that only holds for that bond only holds for so long you gotta because you gotta take into consideration it's Mm. it's it's moisture and and wet and and you know over time where you know wear and tear you you know what i'm saying time before you can can do it like you can't go right after you get them put on but you aren't going to need polydent for the rest of your life or anything. <laughs> like, you know I mean? <laughs> well, the, the, the polydent is for the dentures. I know. That's what I'm saying. But, like, but what I'm saying is just, just over time, you know, just wearing tear, you know, just eating, you know, biting. You have to be careful, especially in the front. You bite down, you risk the chances of, depending on what he got, if it's like veneers, then, yeah, you have to be careful because those are, those are just like, they cover just like the front surface. Well, I, so those can pop off easier than an actual mm. crown. Like a crown is fitted around a re- the the reduced structure of your tooth. You know what I'm saying? Whereas a veneer is just kind of just laid on the on the surface of the tooth. So you got to be careful when you biting on on stuff. You know, you might mess around and pop a crown. You'd be mad. Wow, that's messed up. That's well, I, I learned so much. I just, I'm just curious Woo. about that bottom rack now. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on down there? Does he, <laughs> does he have Rudy Giuliani teeth down there? Like, I'm just laughing at Rudy Giuliani um, when he had that uh, hair malfunction uh, with that black uh, dye sliding down his head. Now that 
Woo, that was a funny. That, that was comedy gold. Not the, not the dripping die. Not the dripping die. Uh. <laughs> yes, it was like a straight Jerry curl juice activator going down. I'm like, really? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, you know, um, we only have already left after tonight. Already, guys, already. And um, we definitely covered a lot of things in this episode. And, you know, next week, um, I think it's Siobhan's turn my to pick a topic, I think, actually. So. Gotta try to get another guest. It's so your turn. Who knows? <laughs> whatever you want to do, that. whatever you want to do, it's your that. show. All right, y'all. And... I mean, like, so we definitely want to, you know, what's the positive thought, like, we're leaving off with tonight? The positive thought is, should, should we drop some affirmations on everybody? Man. Let's, let's, I, I like that. Let's um, do it. Should I do it in the form of I am to share? I am. I am rich. I am happy and becoming happier. I am excited about my days and I am surrounded by love and I am giving the love that I receive. I got an affirmation. Amen. My affirmation is I release right. my obstacles and accept abundance and success. I like it. I like it. Amen. And I am the Positive Vibe Enthusiast, and I wish you all good night. a good night. Have a good week, you guys.